Hello everybody and welcome to the Sam's Report. Today is July 29th. I am back from Redmond uh, with lots of good stuff that is going to be coming up on Surat and Petri and I'm just happy to be home. Uh, for those of you who are watching on the audio feed or the video feed, you can't watch on the audio feed, I'm off to a great start. You notice the desk, I finally got it. I know I've been talking about it for a couple weeks. Um, finally came in. I thought it was going to be here much sooner, but hey, there we go. The studio is coming together. And for those of you who were watching early before the show started, I actually showed off a lot more of the studio. Um, but we're getting there. We were making good progress, and hopefully I'll be able to start recording some better video here in the near future. So let's just dive in, shall we? So the week of July 29th. Well, first off, most importantly... It's not Windows. Tomorrow's my birthday. That's just kidding. Um, really is tomorrow. But uh, today, last day to update to Windows 10 for free. Do that. You need to get that entitlement, that digital entitlement. Otherwise, it's going to start costing you real money. And I guarantee there's going to be posts tomorrow that say, ah, I forgot to upgrade or it's going to happen in August or September. It's going to happen. Absolutely no way it's not going to occur. People are going to be mad that they forgot to upgrade or didn't get that. And then Microsoft's asking them to pay. They gave them a year. It's really hard to feel sorry for these people at this point. Um, if you haven't upgraded, whatever, um, you know, so goes it. So we pushed out. I had hinting about a couple of this stuff for a while. So on Monday, yeah, Monday, I was actually on a plane. Great place to launch new features is on a plane over GoGo Wi-Fi, by the way. Never recommend it, but I always seem to end up doing it. Uh, Throt Premium. We, we ran an update. So what is this update? If... You are logged in as a Threat Premium member. In the actual post itself, you will see no ads. There's still a title bar ad above the um, in the nav bar. That will go away here in a future update, but you'll know that there's no there's no left or right rail anymore. It's just centered, beautiful content, uh, images, and that's it. There's no ads. So I'm really pumped about that. There are still ads on the landing page, but those will go away. It's just the post layouts for now, but that was a pretty big update as it enabled a bunch of, bunch of functionality on the back end. Other thing we are doing, if you haven't done this yet, I need to get a post out uh, properly on Threat so it's better linking. We are doing a massive giveaway. If you do not have an Xbox Elite controller, if you want another Xbox Elite controller, starting August 1st, August 1st, we are giving it away an Xbox Elite controller every single weekday, uh, it, all the way through the month of August and potentially beyond. So we're giving away a bunch of this stuff and realistically these are the best odds you're going to get at winning one probably anywhere on the web just because of the volume uh the number that we're giving away so all you gotta do is just register email uh address that's it uh premium members are automatically already tossed into the bucket to win uh just for registering or, or signing up but free you don't have to pay anything it's free just go register and you can get a uh you know xbox elite controller at least tossed your name tossed in that hat so this week, I was in Redmond. Redmond flew all the way up there. It's a very far away place, uh, about a four-hour flight, terrible flight coming home, just ridiculously rocky. But whatever, I'm home, safe and sound. And so why was I in Redmond? Uh, there were a lot of reasons up there. Sometimes, just from what Paul and I do, it's good to get up there on bases, just touch, you know, touch base with people, uh, be friendly and all that stuff. Uh, but really what I wanna, wanted to do was I got invited up there to go check out One Week. And Microsoft is this week holding their company's largest hackathon, over 15,000 employees, uh, partaking in 74 different countries and all this good stuff. And so typically, and it was quite hard to get inside, uh, they have these huge hackathon tents on campus, huge hackathon tents. And Microsoft doesn't let people inside of them for obvious reasons. Well, they said I could come inside um, after some 
talking and some very good help from Fred's friends at Wagner Edstrom or we as they like to call themselves they helped out a bunch and I was able to go inside and kind of snoop around but you know very close closely guarded snooping around and um get to see what the hackathon's really all about and these things are massive I was actually really impressed I mean it it's a tent but it, it this tent is probably nicer than my house I mean it is huge it's got power it's got food it's got beer it's got really nice flooring it's it's nice. It's air-conditioned for that matter. At least I thought it was. It sure felt like it. And so I got to go run and play around and kind of see what the hackathon was about and what actually one week is. Because from the outside perspective, it looks like this is just kind of junk. Uh, it's like, what are they doing? Oh, they're hacking. They're creating dumb stuff. But there, there's really a lot of stuff going on. And these people take this stuff very seriously. So I'm hoping to have a post up on Throt later today. And I will also have another post. That, um, I finally got to talk to the garage people about how an app comes to fruition. For example, why do some apps come out only work on iOS? I know every time an app comes out, people are like, Brad, it's not a Windows 10 mobile, and I'm a Windows 10 mobile user. This sucks. And so they have a reasoning behind it, and I'll write this up and kind of dive into the, to the, the logic behind that. Um, I did vehemently ask several times about one-clip beta, and they're all kind of like, we don't remember this thing. Um, so... I'm hoping that they can go dig around and find out what happened. I'm going to send them a link later today, now that this reminded me, uh, to go kind of see in what happened. So that was Redmond. Um, had lots of drinks with lots of people you know, um, people that are publicly facing a Microsoft, and they kind of asked to keep those things on the background. But if you recognize their name from... Um, I did not ha have anything to do with Sacha. I actually tried to... I, I joked with them. I was like, hey, uh, can I go play golf with Sacha? You know, we're, we're bands and talk about the PGA stuff. And they said no. But quite a few of the people you know, I, I was able to meet up and have drinks with, and Microsoft asked that I not talk about what we talked about. But um, I will have something a bit later. I, I don't know when they're going to say I can talk about it, but we'll see. Uh, so that's coming up. And no Surface 4 stuff, nothing crazy like that. So don't, please don't do that. But what else happened when I was in Redmond? Um, well, there's a lot of stuff going on, but there's a lot of stuff that happened in the filings of what Microsoft did. So it it was uncovered this week in Microsoft's 10Q filing that they are um, laying off another 2,850 people. So that's 2,850 people coming or leaving the company. And so layoffs suck. Nobody, anybody who ever's been through a layoff, it sucks. Firing is a whole different thing. If you don't know the difference between firing and a layoff, you should go look into it. Layoffs suck. It's when the company says, eh, we don't really need you anymore or we can't support you. We don't have the money to do it. We definitely know it's not a money thing. I'm considering they're chunking $26.2 billion to LinkedIn. Just let that set for a minute. $26.2 billion. But 2,850 people, uh, it is being reported from the mobile phone team. Now, that's not too surprising, but uh, Matt Day over at the Seattle Times, a um, friend of mine, uh, added all the numbers up. Uh, he just did it faster than I was able to. And the total layoffs from what we can roughly calculate is now about 25,000. And I believe when Microsoft acquired Nokia, uh, the Nokia mobile assets, they acquired 24,000 people. So... Now, obviously, not all the layoffs have come directly from that acquisition that Microsoft clearly had a mobile team in place and all that stuff. But, yeah, so it's kind of like they got rid of the entire team to some extent. If not, they got rid of the vast majority. I can't imagine even who's left other than maybe Elop. And, um, yeah, I don't know. So that sucks. So if you're impacted by that, sorry, I don't know what else to say. 
Um, the, the bad part about this is Microsoft said that these layoffs, these additional layoffs, these are not, these are different than the layoffs they announced in May, which impacted the same team, will be completed by fiscal year, the end of fiscal year 2017. So that really sucks because if you're at the company and you're in this team, it's like, oh God, they're going to be cutting people from this team. I wonder if it's me. You're just sitting around and waiting. And I, I know Microsoft will give a good severance package. They obviously have money to do so. Uh, but yeah, layoffs are, are happening and good luck to all those. So what else did Microsoft announce this week? Uh, on the little bit brighter side of things, the Xbox One S has a couple new bundles. There's a Madden bundle, there's a Gears of War bundle, and most importantly, your consoles will start arriving uh, next week, August 2nd. Uh, that's for the two terabyte version only, 500 and 100, 500 gig and one terabyte versions will show up uh, what, around the holiday season. But I'm looking forward to getting mine, and hopefully you are looking forward to getting to yours. Realistically, there's not a whole lot of reason to buy it unless you want something smaller, white, and whatever. Uh, but they are kind of neat. They're, they're smaller. So there you go. Xbox One S arriving next week. Couple bundles announced, if that's your thing. Uh, one of the better acquisitions Microsoft has made in the past, I don't know, we'll just say recent... Uh, history is Minecraft and so if you not everybody plays Minecraft I've played it a little bit I'm not one of the hardcore people but I know people are very passionate about this the game makes a lot of money sells a lot of copies and Microsoft is celebrating the one year of Minecraft although ironically they still call it Minecraft Windows 10 edition beta uh, for whatever reason but they're saying the sales have passed the hundred million dollar mark so Two billion bucks, two billion for Minecraft. I think that was one of their better acquisitions in recent history. Great IP, and it seems like the 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 joy of the game is not uh, worn off on people, and it's still growing. So there you go, Minecraft hitting milestones and all that good stuff. Interesting things on the Surface side this week. Simplo, the Simplo battery, Simplo battery gate. Microsoft is now saying that this is not a hardware issue. Their initial tech supports were saying it's a hardware issue. Now they're saying it's not, that it's a software issue, which is really good news because that means that they can fix it via a Windows update. The bad news is they haven't told us when or even given us a ballpark of when. I would have to think that they're going to do this much faster than, uh, I don't know, later because these people are screwed. Like if you have a, a Surface Pro 3 with a 35-minute battery life that some people are talking about, it's a useless device unplugged. So I'd have to think that they're trying to really rush through this but we will see what happens. But that's Simplo. If you're impacted, um, keep an eye on Windows Update. Hopefully Microsoft will push out a fix soon and hopefully there's no permanent damage. Even though it's software related, um, it, people were wondering, hey, is there gonna be any permanent damage to this kind of stuff? So there we go. Uh, Neon Spark just asked a question. He said, Brad, any news on when, they will, on when the terrible mail and calendar will uh, replace it with Sunrise and Accompli? So here's the thing. Um, I'm actually pretty bummed out about the, the Windows 10 app right now. And I, I use it every day. I use the Windows 10 mail and calendar app. That is my default. I don't use the proper full Outlook. I use the UWP apps because they're, they're simple and they work. And the one thing that really annoys me about this is at one point during the Insider program for the Windows 10 mail app, they had a pop-out button. So you could take a, a message and pop it out of the pop it out of the app well that's not there and it's not coming with the anniversary update and they were citing issues with it it's like come on guys like this is there's a hundred thousand people there some of the smartest minds in software development and you can't figure out this issue in a relatively short manner of time and get this one minute feature done angry about that 
Um, but to answer your, your question, I have not heard anything. I asked Microsoft if they were going to port their Outlook app from iOS to the desktop. They have the tools to do it. They built the bridges. Uh, for one thing, the Outlook app on the iOS and Android, it's fantastic. Like, it is top-notch. It is incredible. But it's... Like, why aren't they doing this? Like, this is what frustrates me the most about Microsoft is they have all this IP, they have the technology, they can do all this stuff, and yet they just screw around and wait or don't provide any clarity or just, come on, guys, you can innovate faster than this. They call it rapid release, and is it really rapid release? I mean, you look at how fast Chrome is updated, you look how fast other applications are updated, but, like, you have these, like, isolated apps like Windows 10 Mail. It's a pure mail app in the store no other strings attached and it takes them forever to innovate and get new features in it so i don't know if it's just not, not a priority if they don't have the staffing or if management's not supporting that um but anyways yeah so i don't i don't know i i would love it a the sunrise because thank you know they killed it thanks guys uh, and embedded it within outlook because that's what we all wanted i didn't um but anyways I don't want to rant about that, but although we did, because it just kind of hit the nerve when I forgot that they removed that pop-out button. But anyways, good job, Microsoft, anyways, on that stuff. Uh, other things in the app world is Microsoft is bringing authenticator apps. These are I'm actually kind of pumped about this. So this is, uh, if you use two-factor authentication, Microsoft is on, I believe they said August 15th or the middle of August, they're going to release new authenticator apps on every platform, including uh, iOS, Android, Windows Phone, uh, um, and they even said wearables, and it's coming to the band. So these are going to be ways that, you know, the two-factor authentication, you go to a website and it says, okay, type in your password, and it says, hey, please enter the code, and then it texts you. Uh, this is going to speed that process up. One thing they will allow, too, is on uh, Windows devices and uh, fingerprint-friendly uh, devices, like the iPhone or uh, most of the Galaxies have it, too, or some of them, I should say, is that you're able to use that thumbprint as an authentication layer as well. So this is really cool. I'm happy to see that they are pushing forward with this and look for that in the middle of the month. Um, jumping back to Xbox, probably should have covered this earlier. Quick antidote. If you need an, a value-priced Xbox One, you can get the old Big Black Edition uh, for $249. $249. That's with a game, by the way. Uh, some people actually reported that Costco had it like around $229. So definitely check out Costco if you're one of those people. In the U.S., though, you can buy it for $249. And it, it's clear as mud right here. Uh, they're getting rid of stock. At least that's what everybody assumes. It's why I, they're not going to be making the big ones anymore. At least I can't fathom why. The newer ones probably cheaper to manufacture. It's easier to manufacture. It's an updated revision. And yeah. And so somebody wants, in the comments wants to know anything about over-the-air DVR. Nothing. They, they completely put up a wall around it. I don't know if they got some pushback from their licensing partners, from their content partners, but who knows what's going on. And yeah, they it's frustrating how Microsoft just, hey, we're going to go do this. And then, oh, wait, wait, no, we're not. No, we're not. Oops, my bad. Just forget that ever happened. And I don't know if it has something to do with the Xbox One S not supporting it, maybe. I can't imagine that's the issue. But who knows? Who knows what Microsoft is doing? Uh, in the OneDrive world, so if you're a Pokemon Go player, which, holy cow, they were everywhere on Microsoft's campus. The <laughs> You could just see them everywhere. Everyone was playing Pokemon Go. Zubats for days is all I can remember. Uh, but 
Microsoft is doing some fun stuff with OneDrive. So if you upload photos, there's now automatic albums based on event and location. Uh, but one of the things that it can now do is actually detect Pokemon in the uploads. So if you're taking, if, you know, if you're snapping photos of this stuff and you want to show off your Zubats or uh, your Pikachus or whoever or whatever, um, you can now search Pokemon and it will it will bring all those images up. So yeah. That's what's going on. It's good to see OneDrive getting updates. Uh, I haven't really had any bad issues with OneDrive lately. You know, good job, team. It's been working pretty well for me. And the one thing I, I think, I can't remember if I not talked about this last time, the one thing I wish the OneDrive team would add is when you add a file to the OneDrive folder, like in File Explorer, is that it notifies you with a toast notification that everything has been updated. I've been in a scenarios a couple times uh, when I was in Redmond where I would load a file into that and then I'd shut the lid on my laptop and not really think that, hey, maybe it didn't finish syncing, um, even though they were small files. So just a sweet little notification says, hey, all your files have been updated. That would be kind of like the next step to make a better user experience. So I should probably drop that into the, into the feedback hub. So that's what's going on. Windows 10 mobile world. What is going on here? What is going on? So this shouldn't come as a big surprise, but Starting with the anniversary update, if your phone is not supported on Windows 10, the fast ring stuff, remember all those debacles where they're only supporting certain phones, um, you won't be getting anything later. And they, there used to be a workaround to get all this stuff uh, through the Insider program. If your phone is not supported on Windows 10 Mobile, you're done. Like the anniversary update will no longer work. Tough toenails. Um, yeah, you'll just kind of be stuck in whatever. The good news is, if you want to call it that, is you still can roll back to Windows Phone 8.1. Don't imagine many people who are listening to this are in that. Uh, maybe some clever people who know the file system better than I will will be able to actually work around this restriction. Um, but then, I mean, that's a pure enthusiast play at that point. So, yeah. So there you go. Uh, one thing that was pointed out, actually, and I haven't done the math on this, and I'll probably do it here in a little bit, but based on Microsoft's 10Q filing, this went blew up all over Twitter uh, late last night, was that... Microsoft only sold 1.2 million Lumias, and now they didn't explicitly state the number, but they said that they sold 13.8 million for the year, and so people just worked backwards the last three quarters that it was reported. So 1.2 million Lumias, which is, I bet, I wonder if Apple sold more iPhones per week uh, than that. So, and Apple just announced their one billionth, which is nuts, iPhone was sold uh, last week, or this week, this week, sorry. Uh, what else is happening? Uh, Windows Server turns 20 years old. Windows Server. So if that's your cup, that's your cup of tea, Windows Server is 20 years old. And uh, for a lot of people, they're going to be like, holy crap, I remember when that launched. Uh, we should be hearing very soon, I would believe, Windows Server 2016 launching. And that's kind of the Windows 10 iteration of the server world. So Windows Server 2016 should be launching soon. But Windows Server, happy birthday. You're 20. I'm 31, so I'm older. But whatever. You've probably done a lot more in your life than I have done in mine. And in the education world, there's a new SKU of Windows 10 Pro. So it's called Windows 10 Pro Education. And really what it is, uh, the, the official description, Windows 10 Pro Education builds on commercial versions of Windows 10 Pro and provides important management controls needed in schools. Windows 10 Pro Education is effectively a variant of Windows 10 Pro that provides education-specific defaults, including the removal of Cortana, and the default settings disables tips and tricks, suggestions, and the Windows Store suggestions as well. So it's just kind of a niche skew for the education sector, but that's just one more deviation of 
uh, or variant of the Windows 10 Pro uh, lineup. And so one of the things I want to definitely get to here is um, while I was in Redmond, like a game engineer from Steam uh, just kind of lost his mind. And I don't even, I'm not even going to bring up his name. But he was like, Microsoft is trying to kill Steam. And so I kind of want to take a step back here. And you have to be... Software is a very interesting thing right now. Because Microsoft could have made the same claim. It says Google is trying to kill software pricing. They want every software to be free. And everybody had to adapt. And Apple said operating systems have to be free. And so they made OS X free. And so then Microsoft, um, for quite a while, although the Windows isn't truly free, and technically I don't think OS X is free if you buy hardware, but it's baked into that pricing, but upgrades have to be free. And so Microsoft had to evolve. They had to adapt to this model that software, yeah, kind of is free. And they release a lot of software. All the apps on iOS and Android are all free. And so I don't think, I, I believe people should pay for good software. And I have no problem paying for software. Even apps, I pay for apps. But what they're claiming is that through the universal windows apps, uh, the UWP platform, it's going to kill steam because it's going to force everyone into the, the windows store. That's not true. Microsoft has already said that UWP apps can be sold through steam. Um, UWP is just a framework. It doesn't have, you don't have to write games for it. You can still use .exe and right now .exe games still have significant more capabilities than uh, UWP apps. Now at some point there'll probably be a tipping point where Microsoft will make UWP apps more powerful. Um, but I don't think we're quite there yet. And if your whole business model re relies around just a storefront and .exe files, you need to be kind of thinking about, um, you know, where is your company in 10 years? Is it going to be ad-supported? Is there new monetization modeling? Is it microtransactions? But I don't think Microsoft is trying to kill Steam in any way, shape, or form. Are they trying to compete with it? Sure. Is that a good thing for everybody? Yeah. I think this is one guy who's getting all torn up. The fact that the easy way of making money is no longer the easy way or may not always be the easy way that it, everybody just goes to steam. Maybe they want to use the Windows store because there's uh, integrations in the Xbox live and the Cortana and to the desktop experience. And maybe that provides a better solution than what steam does. Well, then that's on steam to build a more compelling thing. It, it's terrible to have one marketplace for anything. It doesn't matter. It's the cable operator situation in the U.S., although thankfully I have fiber into my house. But many places in the U.S., it's like Comcast only. Do you want Steam is the only place to buy games? No, nobody does. So it obviously from a developer's standpoint, I can see how it's frustrating. From a user standpoint, options are always a good thing. And yeah, so that's just kind of what's going on. Oh, gosh. And so... As we kind of come to the end here, I'm thinking about the Xbox next week. I'm going to be getting one. Um, we also have the anniversary update. I think I'm going to be doing What the Tech with Andrew as well. And so here's the Windows Insider tip of the week. Edge on August 2nd. Edge. I do not use Edge currently. Edge is getting a big update. If you're not a Chrome fan or if you're using it on a laptop, Windows tip of the Insider tip of the week is you try out Edge again. It's getting a lot of improvements, including extensions, functionality, stability, and I think it's worth kind of re-exploring Edge at that point. We will see if it can get me away from Chrome. I, I can't make any promises there. I think on the laptop where they have shown improved battery life, I think that's definitely a reason to explore Edge. But Edge, give it a try. We'll see what happens. I talked to some of those guys this week, but that's the tip of the week, guys. Uh, this has been another edition of the Sam's Report. I'm exhausted. I'm going to go take a nap. Uh, have a good weekend, everyone.